at home. Kriha Sambada. All household paraphernalia. All household paraphernalia. Yadi. Yadi. If. No. No. Not. Not. Siat. Siat. There is. There is. Kriha. At home. At home. Mata. Mata. Mother. Patni. Patni. Wife. Wife. Va. Va. Or. Or. Patide. Patide. Vata. Devoted to the husband. Devoted to the husband. Yangne. Yangne. Without wheels. Without wheels. Tate. Tate. In a chariot. In a chariot. Iva. Iva. Like. Like. Rakia. Rakia. Learned man. Learned man. Ka. Ka. Who is that? Who is that? Nama. Nama. Indeed. Indeed. Asita. Asita. Would sit. Would sit. Dinavat. Dinavat. Like a poverty-stricken creature. Like a poverty-stricken creature. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace Shri Prabhupada King Puranjana said, I do not understand why my household paraphernalia does not attract me as before. I think there that is there. I think that if there is neither a mother nor devoted <coughs> wife at home, the home is like a chariot without wheels. Where is the fool who will sit down on such an unworkable chariot? Can you repeat? King Puranjana said. King Puranjana said. I do not understand. I do not understand. Why my household paraphernalia? Why my household paraphernalia? Does not attract me as before. Does not attract me as before. I think that. I think that. If there is neither a mother nor devoted wife at home. The home is like a chariot without wheels. Where is the fool who will sit down on such an unworkable chariot? The great politician Chanakya Pandit said, Madhava and Madhayasya Krihenasti Maharya Kachapriya Vadini Aranyam Tenakan Gantavyam Yatharanyam Tathagriham If a person has neither a mother nor a pleasing wife at home, he should leave home and go to the forest, because for him there is no difference between the forest and home. The real Mata or mother is devotional service to the Lord, and the real Padni or devoted wife is a wife who helps her husband execute religious principles in devotional service. These two things are required for a happy home. Actually, a woman is supposed to be the energy of the man. Historically, uh, historically, in the background of every great man, there is a mother or a wife. One's household life is very successful if he has both good wife and mother. In such case, everything about household affairs and all the paraphernalia in the household 
becomes very pleasing. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had both a good mother and a pleasing wife, and he was very happy at home. Nonetheless, for the benefit of the whole human race, he took sannyas and lived both his mother and wife. In other words, it is essential that one have both a good mother and a wife in order to become perfectly happy at home. Otherwise, home life has no meaning. Unless one is religiously guided by intelligence and renders devotional service under the Supreme Personality of Godhead, his home can never become very pleasing to a saintly person. In other words, if a man has a good mother or a good wife, there is no need of his taking sannyas. That is, unless it is absolutely necessary as it was for Chaitanya Mahabharata. <coughs> <coughs> It's about a uh, successful household life here, even though the verse itself <coughs> um, kind of indicates that, uh, um, I mean, it's time to take sannyas, or at least a point of perspective. <coughs> I mean, uh, King Puranjana is not, uh, he has lost his uh, attraction to all how household paraphernalia and then there is no mother nor a pleasing wife so uh, so what's the use um, uh, the thing the problem here is that uh, uh, asking Puranjan himself says that I do not understand he doesn't understand why he has lost his uh, uh, <clears throat> attraction to household. Um, so obviously this means that he is not actually ready. He still has, uh, um, I mean, he's uh, kind of ignorant of the situation. Um, <clears throat> um, so we are. Um, before coming to the devotional service, we are uh, so much uh, <clears throat> filled with ignorance and attachment to the material world. So, um, some of us may have experienced this kind of uh, shift from uh, normal materialistic life when we take, uh, try to take some steps towards the ashram life, uh, leaving our old old habits, old, um, <clears throat> old world, old world vision behind, and then uh, we have somehow been opened, our eyes have been a little bit opened uh, towards spiritual life, and then the uh, <clears throat> kind of border area comes where uh, we are a little bit invited to move in the ashram. So, uh, in the beginning, this might be a little bit like a gray area, 
you have kind of lost attraction to normal material life and then you try to take steps towards ashram life. So, <clears throat> So there must there might be some uh, suspicion or a little uh, one be one might be a little bit afraid to take that step to unknown, so to say. <coughs> but um, um, he should develop um, confidence that uh, Krishna will reciprocate whatever we do to him. I mean, uh, taking a step towards ashram life and uh, and the uh, uh, discipline of an authority and uh, dedicating oneself to spiritual life. That's a <coughs> that's a big step. Which uh, um, Krishna is definitely uh, attracted to. It is said that if one takes even one step towards Krishna, Krishna takes ten steps towards us. So Krishna is attracted to that situation. And if we manage to take that step, we will gradually notice that, uh, uh, like he said, that Krishna says that I reward everyone according to their surrender. As all surrender unto me, I reward them accordingly. And uh, everyone is uh, following his path, um, Krishna's path, in all respects. <clears throat> so we are generally filled with the ignorance and attachment, and that is opposite to uh, knowledge and renunciation, or knowledge and detachment, like that. <clears throat> The verse in Bhagavatam says that Vasudeva Bhagavati Bhakti Yoga Prayochita Chananan Arshupairakyam Kyanan Chanayat Ahaitukam. So, by rendering devotional service unto the Supreme Personality of Godhead, one immediately acquires causeless knowledge and attachment to this material world. So obviously, King um, Puranjan was in a situation that uh, he didn't perform devotional service, but still there uh, he was facing this uh, uh, <coughs> facing some forceful detachment. He had to forcefully renounce something. <coughs> Funny little video clip one time, uh, which I saw. There was one penguin uh, which was uh, walking on a, a springboard, and under the springboard there was a water pool. So the penguin walked on the edge of the <coughs> springboard, and he was looking around, seeing that okay, water is there, but it's, it's on such a low level. No, 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 I, I go back. Uh, he, he, was, he was afraid to jump in the water from the springboard. Uh, he was looking around and <clears throat> he was going again to the springboard to see, see oh, what's going on there. 
And they are also text also going on the video that uh, sometimes you have a desire to pursue pursue your goals, but something is holding you back. You're you're afraid to go towards your goal. So, <clears throat> so again, the penguin walked back on the mainland. Uh, he was still looking around, curiously, curiously uh, seeing what's going on, uh, and. Third time, he also again walked on the springboard. Now there was a text that uh, you might need a little push to <coughs> uh, push to getting the goal which you actually desire. And then after some point, uh, uh, <coughs> uh, one foot of the penguin slid and he uh, bumped on the springboard with his. Uh, behind and then splash, he dropped in the water. <clears throat> so um, we might be in this kind of, we might have experienced this kind of situation uh, <clears throat> that sometimes material nature arranges us uh, <clears throat> um, to go further in life. Uh, and actually, well. Uh, we should always be confident that uh, Krishna has uh, everything in his hands and he knows what we are after and he knows what we need. He also knows what we desire, but that may always not go hand in hand with uh, what Krishna sees as what we actually need. And this was also in the case of Shri Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada had a, 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 I wouldn't say troublesome, but a, a, a not so easy household life. So, um, and then he meets his spiritual master and becomes inspired by Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati's uh, character and, and teachings. <coughs> um, so he started to help the devotees more and more. And, uh, um, he actually became very much uh, uh, acknowledged about the final, uh, the actual goal of human life, and uh, began to preach. And uh, um, he had all, he also had an idea uh, because his spiritual master Bhaktisiddhanta gave him an instruction, instruction to preach in English English language to the Western world. So he thought that he needed some money for that. So uh, his idea was to uh, go on with his business and gather large amounts of money so he could print books and follow the order of his spiritual master, print books and distribute them widely. But it so happened that, uh, well, his marriage failed and uh, his uh, assistants uh, robbed him from his uh, property of, uh, uh, of his business. So he kind of lost everything. Uh, well, actually, before that, <coughs> uh, he was seeing dreams about his spiritual master asking him to take sannyas and take sannyas and preach with me. So Prabhupada was very, very much afraid of these dreams. But <clears throat> uh, 
then it happened that uh, he lost everything. And then he um, was just uh, reading Srimad Bhagavatam and he came across this uh, famous verse which is there <coughs> in Tenth Canto um, uh, in the discussion between Maharaj Yudhisthira and Krishna. Yasyaham anubhidna vihari setar karam shanai tatotanam tyachantyasya svajana vyukharukitam if I especially favor someone, Krishna says, I gradually deprive him of his wealth. Then the relatives and friends of such a poverty-stricken man abandon him. In this way, he suffers one distress after another. And when Prabhupada was uh, reading this, he was uh, already in a state of consciousness that uh, he just left. Uh, now he could understand everything. He, his plan, <coughs> his plan has failed. Now there's a saying that um, um, how, how you can make Krishna laugh. Um, uh, yeah, okay. So you know everything. That's a very, a very attractive, uh, very attractive suggestion to try to make Krishna laugh, and that's another way to reciprocate with Krishna. But how to make Krishna laugh? Tell him your plans. <coughs> So even Shri Prabhupada, he had his plans to accumulate lots of money with his business, but that failed. Um, but at the same time, he had a prediction from childhood that he would be the richest man in India. <coughs> so the history shows how, um, how he was able to spread the movement and uh, get lots of money for Krishna's service. personalities, um, a fool and a devotee, and a materialist. And uh, it was compared that the fool, <coughs> fool and a devotee, um, uh, they can be very happy in this world. Uh, but the materialist uh, is full of anxiety. And that goes together with the um, as I was saying uh, before about the ignorance and attachment versus uh, knowledge and renunciation. So, <clears throat> materialist is full of anxiety because he is ignorant and attached, attracted to this world. <clears throat> that attachment to this world creates so much anxiety. Um, uh, he's making plans to uh, achieve so many things in this world for his uh, uh, sense enjoyment and uh, for his expansions of his sense enjoyment. Uh, <clears throat> and he's ignorant about the final goal of uh, the supreme goal of life, <coughs> the meaning of life. Uh, then the fool can be happy because. Uh, he doesn't know anything, he doesn't know what the attachment to this material world is and uh, yeah. he has no knowledge about any means of uh, 
pursuing for his goals so, because he's a fool and so he's happy being as a fool. But the devotee um, <clears throat> uh, still uh, devotee is also happy. But uh, <clears throat> uh, there's a difference between fool's happiness and devotee's happiness. Uh, so there's no attachment to this world for the fool, uh, neither for a devotee, but the fool is ignorant, whereas a devotee is uh, uh, knowledgeable about the goal of life. And uh, practically, devotee would understand that <clears throat> he doesn't have to worry about anything because he knows that everything is in Krishna's hands anyway. Everything is Krishna's property, and he, all he has to do uh, render service to Krishna and use all, all of Krishna's energy for his service. <clears throat> so, no worries. Uh, <clears throat> So, attachment causes anxiety. Mm. <clears throat> as soon as you get something, you are afraid how, when are you going to lose it. Because uh, it's material world, temporary by nature, so you are definitely going to lose what, everything you have, including your own body. Uh, <clears throat> uh, even the body will. Uh, fall apart at one point. Mm -hmm. uh, so the devotees are uh, in our system. We are cultivating the idea of renunciation, of becoming detached to the material world, and this would be actually very helpful to cooperate with the police system. Uh, <clears throat> um, the devotees try to they try to be satisfied whatever is their order for life. Uh, that's what we are pursuing for, and uh, develop detachment to the material world. And so <clears throat> uh, this would be a good institution for uh, criminals to get rid of their bad habits of crime, and uh, because the uh, criminals the crime is based on that uh, people want more than what is their quota. <coughs> um, um, so we are trying to, uh, we would be able to help. We have a system of uh, becoming detached <coughs> to this material world. And so if everybody would be satisfied with what they have, uh, so there wouldn't be any necessity for crime, criminal acts. <clears throat> and the crime is because we think that we own something. Well, uh, Rishabhadev uh, <clears throat> puts the, uh, the things very straightforward. The attraction between male and female is the basic principle of material existence. On the basis of this misconception, which ties together the hearts of the male and female, 
Um, one becomes attracted to this body, home, property, children, relatives, and wealth. In this way, one increases life illusions and thinks in terms of I and mine. And so this um, thinking in terms of I and mine, what <coughs> I think yes, uh, yesterday had the uh, radio station WIFM, what is in it for me? <coughs> uh, um, so criminals, they think that uh, um, if they would act in certain way, uh, they would be able to achieve a lot more <coughs> uh, without, they, they don't know that uh, there's a quota for what everybody has. We have our quota of happiness, and uh, uh, as we are trying to pursue more than is our quota, um, because the quota has to be in balance, where uh, material nature arranges uh, uh, an occasion that uh, the balance of our balance um, is remaining the same. <clears throat> so, as as far as we go up, uh, above our quota, quota, our material world arranges that we go below the quota also at some point. So, just just that we are able to remain in balance, in balance with our quota. Uh, so, there's no end for greediness or desires. <coughs> Even a millionaire thinks that he's very poor, he wants to be a billion, billionaire, and so on and so on. Uh, <coughs> uh, but we know that everything belongs to Krishna ultimately. Krishna is the maintainer of all living and uh, I mean, moving and not moving, moving living entities. And, uh, um, one shouldn't pursue anything more than uh, what is his quota, because uh, one should know that everything ultimately belongs to Krishna. So we are as opulent and as happy as is our previous bias activities. Um, but uh, if you become a devotee, um, <coughs> uh, you can actually even surpass with incredible, incredible things. Is your piety. Uh, Bhaktivita Punamaras gave one nice example about uh, in the late 60s, uh, the hippie culture was very prominent in the Western world. And hippie culture was uh, <coughs> uh, expressed uh, mainly by music. And out of the musical groups, the Beatles was the most popular. So that's why everybody wanted to associate with them. But because they were so popular, uh, how close can you get? I mean, there are security guards, fences in the concerts. So you have to have a certain degree of piety to be able to associate with them directly. 
but as far as the devotees go, um, uh, when they came to England, they ended up staying in the Spiro's house. So, so Krishna can dovetail these things if, uh, uh, if he sees that uh, uh, devotees' uh, endeavors are sincere and everything uh, devotees are using, uh, that they are using in Krishna's service. There was lots of discussion by Prabhupada about, about household life. So uh, traditionally, after marriage, the wife goes to live in the house of her husband and, and the husband's family. And therefore, there's a uh, point in the marriage where the wife begins to cry because he has, she has to leave, leave uh, her parents' house. <coughs> So this uh, wife going to the husband's uh, house uh, is a kind of symbolic of husband's capability of give, giving shelter to the wife. Um, and it, is, it was said here that uh, if, the husband, if the husband has both wife and the mother in the house, then his life is very successful, very pleasing. Um, behind every successful man there's a woman. <clears throat> I mean everybody, every man is born from the womb of a mother. So that's, and that's an inevitable fact. <clears throat> and then in the household life, uh, I've heard it said that uh, uh, mother doesn't, uh, mother of, of a husband doesn't directly teach uh, uh, the new wife for household things, but uh, <coughs> uh, she teaches them through her own daughter. He, uh, mother teaches her daughter uh, <coughs> in order to teach the new wife how things should be working in the household. Uh, <coughs> and unfortunately, I've experienced that uh, Sometimes uh, when, when this uh, situation is there, uh, the mother being so much attached to her son uh, becomes actually jealous of the newlywedded wife and, uh, <coughs> and uh, considers the wife of her son uh, as a competitor. <clears throat> because of such attachment uh, that might create some problematic situation in a household life. Um, <clears throat> um, but the um, husband should be getting energy from the mother and the wife. Um, the husband is in charge of the religious activities. It is said that the man should supposed to be spiritual and the wife is supposed to be religious. <clears throat> and so that the uh, uh, perfect uh, persons of uh, spiritual life in, uh, is uh, taking place in the household. 
but now here in this verse, uh, it appears that uh, King Puranjana has lost everything. Uh, <coughs> but uh, still there's no loss actually. Um, unfortunately, King Puranjana doesn't seem to be understanding this. Uh, <coughs> because it is said in the song that uh, Krishna Mata, Krishna Pita, Krishna Dana Brahma. That uh, even though you don't have uh, any family relatives, family or relatives, um, Krishna is your mother and Krishna is your father. And Krishna is the treasure of your life. And maybe you can understand that a uh, husband would consider <coughs> her, his wife as a treasure of his life. But actually, Krishna is our ultimate treasure in life. So, if a husband loses all of these, still there is no loss because there is always Krishna. And as times, times, time goes by, uh, we are going to lose these uh, relationships in the material world. Just like a, a waves of the river are gathering bunch of straws together. After some time, those same waves of the river, they are separating these straws. That is our relationships in, in this material world. <coughs> and basically, we come together for, <coughs> for some seemingly unknown, unknown reasons. And after the life is um, gone, uh, we are separated from each other. So there's no uh, actual reason to become attached to anything. doesn't delight in uh, uh, sources of misery which are due to the conduct of um, material senses. <coughs> um, so in this material world we are looking for happiness from external things, things which are coming outside of our body. But it's an amazing thing that actually um, well, these out, uh, things outside of body, they have a temporary nature. Uh, like you, you see a new set of clothes in a shop window and you become attracted to them. Then you just wait for the next salary so you, can, you have money to go and buy them. And you feel some happiness for some time uh, when you are wearing them. And, but after some time, those clothes will wore out or some accident happen, you fall and uh, you get a uh, hole on your pants or something happens. <coughs> um, so the interesting thing if we examine very closely, that feeling of happiness is coming from inside of us. It's not that uh, there's some happiness energy vibrating from the... <coughs> 
objects of our senses into our consciousness. But the feeling of happiness is uh, it triggers the happiness feeling from inside of us. And therefore, we think that uh, this external thing is bringing me happiness. But there's a ha- source of happiness inside of you. And uh, the temporary things from outside the body, because they are temporary, uh, after some time, <coughs> and when they are broken or lost, or somebody eats it, or something happens. So uh, it also brings misery. And that's also felt inside of us. So the question is uh, how to get that happiness without the misery? So we just chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. And don't worry about the external things. Understand their nature. <coughs> external things are just temporary. Because materialist is ignorant about this, and so <clears throat> he thinks that the body is all and all, and uh, good condition of the body, how much uh, one can enjoy with the body, that's the ultimate goal of life, that's the essence. <clears throat> uh, but the body understands that even this body uh, is temporary. And, uh, it's actually um, limiting us for performing devotional service. <clears throat> the body is limiting us. Um, a very enthusiastic devotee would might understand that, uh, might want to serve Krishna more and more, go on Harinams for 25 hours a day. <laughs> but the uh, body is limiting. Uh, for us to, to do that. Like Prahlad Maharaj preaches to his schoolmates that uh, half of life is wasted by sleeping. <clears throat> so the body uh, has to be put in sleep and it has to be fed. Okay. Luckily we have prasadam, but uh, which is another form of devotional service. But, <clears throat> uh, but the body is limited. statement that the uh, material world is like a um, like a toilet and we should take it as a such just finish your business and get out <coughs> um, unfortunately a materialist doesn't understand <coughs> the problematic uh, situation of the material world when I was a new doctor going on the uh, streets one uh, alcoholic um, person um, <coughs> and uh, he told me his story that he was actually a doctor. Doctor means uh, like medical doctor. He was uh, well educated but he had a very beautiful and lovely wife and the wife died. So he was so much attached to his wife. So. Uh, he couldn't bear the situation, so he became an alcoholic. <coughs> um, 
some years back there was also a, um, kind of a wave where uh, the, the thing was that uh, uh, old people uh, were kind of neglected by their children and they, <coughs> they, uh, they were just uh, left alone in their own apartment and therefore they became so depressed that they started committing suicide. Uh, uh, so this is a problem of the world. Uh, the people uh, are driven to these kind of situations because they don't know. Uh, they are ignorant and they are attached to things that they think that uh, they should be uh, confronting in this world in order to be happy. <clears throat> Namely, different varieties of sense, sense enjoyment. So we should learn how Krishna is actually everywhere and we have a relationship with Krishna. This needs to be evolved. Um, um, Krishna is in every atom. Andantarasta Parmanachantarasta, Lord Brahma prays. And Prabhupada expands that Krishna is even between every atom. So, and our body is consisting of atoms. Uh, all we see is atoms all around us. Uh, where is Krishna? Krishna is everywhere. But this material world is made in such a way that uh, we have been given a chance to think that there's no, no God, no Krishna. <coughs> uh, and that creates an uh, interesting situation here <coughs> to try to see, try to perceive Krishna everywhere. Bhagavad Gita and Bhagavatam, they give some primary ideas. Uh, if we are not uh, able to understand Krishna uh, as he is, at, at least there are some, <clears throat> some ways to try to perceive it. Like uh, Krishna says that I'm the light of the sun, of the reservoirs, I'm the ocean. All the trees are like a supreme personalities, uh, uh, bodily air. <coughs> Uh, I'm tasting water, everybody, everybody is drinking water in one form or another. <clears throat> so in this kind of uh, perception of Krishna everywhere, uh, <clears throat> we can become enthused uh, with Krishna's presence and therefore <clears throat> uh, therefore, that um, we get the drive to start serving Krishna in varieties of ways. Um, <clears throat> um, <clears throat> like Rupa Goswami lists these uh, six things favorable for devotional service, and it, <clears throat> it begins with uh, enthusiasm. Um, one needs to be enthusiastic, and if somebody's Krishna consciousness is Krishna conscious that enthusiasm is very automatic. Just uh, <clears throat> those who are initiated, just think of your own guru coming to your temple. Uh, immediately, there's some <clears throat> enthusiasm, vibration come, uh, rising in your consciousness, and uh, you're making plans to get very busy very soon. So. <clears throat> Uh, therefore, it's a 
very great blessing uh, that we have a spiritual master uh, who is in, in this way, who is uh, uh, transferring via media to the Supreme Person of the Godhead and uh, we can experience this uh, divine enthusiasm with devotional service. So we, we, should, we could try to learn to see Krishna everywhere because Krishna is everywhere. There is nothing actually but nothing else but Krishna. <clears throat> but uh, uh, as soon as we walk out, we see the beautiful beauty form here in the temple. But as soon as we walk outside, are we perceiving Krishna? Uh, <clears throat> uh, outside the temple, we are also. Uh, reciprocating with Krishna with his uh, universal form. <coughs> uh, but um, we learn from Bhagavad Gita how uh, Arjuna was uh, very much afraid of the universal form. So, <coughs> in that way also, it is uh, maybe more beneficial for us to come to the temple and see the beautiful form of Krishna. Here in the temple until we manage to come to that platform that we are really able to see Krishna everywhere and in everything. And meanwhile, we perform the Nipadarma enthusiastically by chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Hare, Hare Hare, Hare Hare. I can stop there. Thank you very much for tolerating my broken English. If there is any questions or comments, I will try to answer. Thank you, class. Um, I just have a question. Uh, you're talking about rehastaf life, um, and the, the husband should uphold spirituality, and the wife should uphold uh, religious principles. So, can you explain the difference? Is there a difference between these two concepts? Um, yeah. Um, uh, difference between uh, spiritual, man's spirituality and uh, the husband spirit being spiritual and the wife being religious. Uh, I mean, uh, following the ritual, religious principles, that's for both, but being religious. Well, uh, spirituality is like a Understanding Krishna everywhere, uh, like I was trying to describe, um, uh, getting a little bit deeper of our understanding philosophically and uh, putting it into practice and getting all these uh, <coughs> realizations. Um, I heard this uh, statement from Dr. Vida Maharaj, maybe he would be able to elaborate better. Um, uh, and also, as it was said in a purple by Shrabhupada, good wives should assist uh, the husband in their religious activities. Um, and therefore, uh, the wife is getting. Uh, all the benefits of the husband's spiritual advancement. <clears throat> uh, 
the spiritual realizations. <clears throat> uh, usually, the spiritual perception is uh, um, is for <clears throat> uh, prominent for those who are in the male body. My observation is that uh, uh, um, the women or, or the female uh, more easily turn towards the God. But uh, uh, what comes to spiritual realization and spiritual practices, uh, uh, it's easier uh, for that in a male body. Uh, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> but uh, we are, we also have an example of um, uh, situations which are actually uh, vice versa. Like there's a story of Brahma's uh, 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 wives getting blessed by Krishna. Uh, the husbands are doing the ritualistic religious performances, uh, spiritual performances, uh, sacrifices, but they don't recognize Krishna. But then uh, the wives simply they provide uh, uh, simply simple fruits for Krishna, and therefore they are actually becoming more blessed in that situation. <coughs> So don't take for granted that uh, it's a better to be in the male body. But uh, that's kind of a general settlement. Uh, 
not externally dirty, seemingly dirty. But his, uh, his followers, his worshippers, they get rich. But Krishna's verse uh, is totally vice versa. Krishna is a rich uh, person who has everything, and his servants are very poor, already stricken. Um, well, this is just a, uh, <coughs> uh, an idea that a, a person would take uh, uh, very sincerely shelter of Krishna, not from uh, not being allured by the material energy in any way. But <coughs> um, as I was also describing. Uh, life experience of Srila Prabhupada. Uh, uh, he lost everything, but uh, uh, then he gained uh, much more than he would have been able to gather with his own, <coughs> own endeavors as a business maker. Uh, so, <coughs> um, but uh, the be grateful for what uh, Krishna provides him, um, what would devotee use what Krishna provides him anyway? Mm. He would use it for Krishna's service. Mm. Uh, so, uh, <coughs> um, uh, being grateful, of course we are grateful for Krishna, whatever uh, he uh, provides for us, but uh, uh, just remember that it's not about us, it's about Krishna. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, I'm just thinking of uh, like a Prabhupada criticized the Christian term, uh, Oh God, give us our daily bread and we'll be thankful to you. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, uh, indicating that Christians think of uh, Krishna as a baker. Krishna is the Supreme Person that we've got it and we are meant to please Him. Uh, uh, what would you thank for? Thank for me being able to uh, facilitate, facilitate my pleasing you. So it's not about us, it's about Krishna. Yeah. 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 Yeah.